and welcome to I Love That, a Bachelor podcast. Because the unexamined life is not worth living. I'm Dr. Zach. And I'm Dr. Wade. Thank you for joining us. Oh, we're doing the serious thing again. Yes, thank you for joining us. Yeah. We're doctors of brainology <laughs> and depression. I brought that up with my new girlfriend today that she was talking about something and I said, yes, I'm a doctor. And she's like, you're not a fucking doctor. And I said, no, 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 no. No, I am a doctor of brainology and depression. So, um, suck eggs. Um, you know the expression, not all heroes wear capes? I do know that expression. Not all doctors have credentials. <laughs> We're charlatans. I mean, oh, cut it. Cut it. And and the and the recording. Like, okay. But like, seriously, with the captain and Tennille, did he have a license? <laughs> oh, dude, at that. So I was at a punk show on Saturday and there was some guy who was wearing a sailor hat and he had a, a healthy mustache, bro. Um, and he must have been like 40 or 50. And I went up to Doug and I said, hey, I, I have to know. Does the sailor always dress like a sailor? And he goes, yeah, he <laughs> has for like 40 years and he just takes photos of the shows. And I think that's fucking amazing. Um, and I also don't think it was ever a sailor. <laughs> sure. I think there's a there's a class of like parrot heads, you know, Buffett fans like they would have been motorcyclers, but. They chose the chill, the boat life. Yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. All right, here's my leading take right off the bat. Hit me. Fuck you, Blake. Naturally. Um, I wrote down, um, by the way, that... Uh, uh, oh, fuck, where is it? Okay, it, it doesn't matter. Essentially, what I wrote down in my head, and I thought I wrote this down, was um, I don't like Blake. I don't like the way he looks. I don't like the way he dresses, and I don't like the way he talks. He's very disgenuine, and uh, I don't like it. And I also don't like that everybody is like, yeah, he's a dead ringer for Katie. What? What's going on here? Why are people buying this? Why is that? No! Can I, no! Can I tell you something? <laughs> I, I, between last week and this week, I seriously thought to myself, do I need to just lay off Blake and accept that he's a thing and stop being so baffled about it? I probably said as much in the last episode and I just, I can't, I can't do I it. I don't like him. Yeah. Okay. So you, you make a great point that this episode calm before the storm and then Tasha comes in and then Katie comes in to drop this bombshell that Blake is here. Did it feel to you like a ABC coercion moment? It's like, Taisha was not coming across uh, entirely genuine, and even Katie felt like she was a little compelled to like justify this decision. Yes, yes. Well, they did the well, and so knowing that Blake was going to be on the season the whole time, I was like, Katie's going to ask Caitlin about the whole Nick Fiel thing, and there it was. They did that, yeah. Good call. Yeah, you know, and then and then Taisha shows up and. Says what she needs to say. Shout out John Mayer. Say what you need to say. And um, then Katie comes and sits down and is like, oh, the tension in here is palpable. Is everyone OK? And people are like, no, not really. And she goes, OK, well, Blake, are you ready? You know, it, it just seems <laughs> it, everything was just fucking facetious and vapid almost. Um, but whatever. OK, I'll buy the premise. I'm buying the premise. It is her journey. 
they talked, they might have vibed. Who knows? That's okay. But when Tasha showed up to explain the Blake thing, James isn't here for the right reasons. Jay Gatsby? Yeah, was he uh, googly-eyed at her? Remember, so Tasha walked in, and he literally goes, whoa. And I was like, oh, I mean, yeah, but also, hey, dude, you're not here for Tasha, okay? Eyes on the prize, my guy. And then later in the episode, he basically was like, I gotta get some time with Katie! And he goes over to Katie and goes... I'm really falling for you. And it's like, dude, you're playing a game, dude. Sure. You know, like that guy's playing a game and I don't, I don't like it. And he's going to make a killing on paradise. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think you're reading him correctly. I just, I can't blame him for reacting to Tasha. That seems like a natural response. I get it. I totally get it. I do. But also you're a suitor for Katie. And if you home wreck Tasha and Zach, I'm going to kill you. So uh, did you notice how uh, <laughs> when Blake is like, I'm just here for Katie. And uh, Michael was like, then why are you coming halfway through the process? Yeah. Blake stands there awkwardly and doesn't like, okay, I want to remind you and the listener. Uh, you remember when Blake was on Claire's short season? And yes. Do you remember how when the season was over how Blake put on a whole he was tore up. show about like, Oh, yeah. I, I was here for Claire. I don't know if I can stay. And of course he did. Yes. So if we want to call that two seasons of the bachelor or a bachelor franchise, <laughs> yeah, it's this, his third. So this is his third and he's saying he's just, uh, you know, he's recycling the act. So I don't trust him. Same. Also, and let's just move on to the date so we can continue dissecting everything that's wrong about him. Uh, A Canadian who works in the Parks Department and visits Africa frequently is afraid of horses. Okay, so uh, if I may, um, I'm going to take one step back. Forgive me. Please. Um, uh, so yeah, great Blake with the first solo date to really grind salt into the wounds and with everybody. Fantastic. And then, uh, Courtney, good for him going, how'd you, how'd you know him? Did you talk before? You know, what's going on? And I was like, good for you, dude. That's a discerning question. And I don't think Katie was very forthcoming. She politicianed that shit and didn't say, as we heard her say, he messaged her on Instagram and they had a little bit of a back and forth. Um, so then moving forward to the date, um, forgive me for the backtrack yeah. there. Caveman Blake voice. Oh, where are we going right now? Do you like to travel? Oh, you do? Because uh, I've like been to like Africa and like I like animals. I do animals like for months in Africa. Which I'm like, okay, dude. So like, okay you've got some sort of fucking job but i don't get it i don't think you really care about the animals because if you did you're afraid of horses you know you ain't been around a mountie you're from canada bro and what am i supposed that's to where think i wonder here? like am i being uh you know whatever like xenophobic or something in assuming that can i thought they i thought the mounties like rode around on horses or moose and that was like their thing 
I'm so happy you brought up moose because I was like, wait, do the Mounties ride mooses? And I Googled it. They ride horses. But um, it did. It does sure? feel like moose. Sure? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I swear, I'm pretty sure I've seen maybe a cartoon. <laughs> I'll ask Cam. But, yeah, and if you're from Canada, no, you can send us an email at ilovethatbachelor at gmail.com. Um, but... He gives off this weird calculated first date shit, you know, like, do you like to travel? Like, that was your open? Because I go to fucking Africa, you know, and I care about the animals. That's my thing. And then they kiss and she's like, you're a good kisser, check. And I'm like, oh, Blake. I don't know if I uh, put this out there on the podcast yet, but maybe when he slipped into her DMs or whatever, like what we don't know about Blake is that he's like a foot pervert or something, you know, like some slimy little kink that like Katie is into that they're not going to air for us on the TV show. But like, that's why she, I don't know if you said that on the air, but yeah, I agree with you, dude. Like there might be something there. Have you seen uh, broad city? You know when the when uh, um, Abby finally gets with the neighbor who's hot that she loves, and it turns out he likes to be pegged. Yeah, the guy who has the uh, kimono rack. Yeah, in yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, those are the vibes that I'm getting here. Okay. Um, that, yeah, you know what? I, I'm pretty sure I said that exact same thing while watching the episode. Yeah, and you know, and it just sucks because it's like, well, okay, no, 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 it doesn't fully suck. Connor and Greg were commiserating, and I like that because, you know, let's get a bromance, dude. Sell me on a fucking friendship. I want to see a friendship. Um, but also, those two should be like, oh, oh. You know, and... Uh, it's, it's fun that so many of the guys have these powwows, you know, like like a Trey and Hunter and people who I don't think have any chance of actually, uh, you know, being finalists, but when you see Greg and Connor, who are the, you know, some of the clearest front runners talking about a guy, then, you know, it's like the combination of like, Oh no, this guy's a real threat. And I don't think Katie sees it. Like this isn't going to be as easy as getting Carl kicked off. Like, yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. I mean, and, and good on the producers because it does add a, an interesting level of intrigue for sure. As much as I hate the fucker. It does. Um, you know, and here's something that really bothers me about this show, as much as I love it. Katie saying that uh, it was just great. We danced to Lane Hardy and the song was called Memorize You and it was perfect. And she wasn't saying it on camera. She was saying it as uh, an ADR. And it's like, hey, Katie, come back in and record this line about Lane Hardy because they have a deal with Disney. Yep. <laughs> you know, and I need I need you to bring up the song title and I need you to bring up the band. Um, and so whenever that kind of shit happens, it's just so disingenuous. And I'm like, I hate that. I just yeah. at least she was nice enough to but, clap for them after the performance. That and the thing that really bothered me was that she said she could see herself leaving with Blake and that can't last. I think it that might, can't work. It might just be that he's simple. There might be an appeal that you and I don't see where a woman, you know, Katie's look pretty sharp. Maybe she kind of wants to be the smart one in a relationship. And like, if she's physically attracted to Blake, that's 
like clearly she would be yeah. the smart one so yeah wow okay uh i unfortunately yeah well that uh, go ahead no you go ahead please that 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 is the greatest flaw of our podcast is is that it's you and me and there's no female perspective here so we're we're left trying to suss it out like what why and most of the time i can get around some shit but this shit i'm like fuck that guy fuck him i don't yeah. fucking like that guy i at least have the benefit of running it by shannon like for example she flat out said i have a crush on greg because she's always saying nice things about him when he's you know on there and she just yeah. cleared it up and i'm like okay great like i had a crush on Tasha, but like she's not into uh canadian blake at all blake okay yeah it doesn't, honestly doesn't i have a crush on greg yeah he had like okay before let's uh that boy I, that I, boy is sincere dude yeah and i'd like to save Go him ahead. as a palate cleanser because he had so many fine moments but perfect first okay, I, perfect. I have to i have to do uh you know that thing i do where i indict abc for just their inability to champion anything other than their usual bullshit with uh you know the disclaimer that the following scene explores themes of consent sexual assault yeah which yeah it it so very briefly did and blake was like what made you so sex positive and like hey that's katie's whole identity you know that's how they branded her for this season yeah. to which you know she ex explains her experience that like you know she was assaulted traumatized learned to deal with it overcame it awesome uh what kills me is that you have to have the correlation between a sex positive person and somehow being like victimized for example Peter and Ari fucked as many people as they could on their seasons. And like, they joke about Peter and Hannah in the windmill. Like it's just a joke, but like Katie, yeah. it, just because the, she, the she brought a vibrator for, to make a joke when she met Matt James. And now we have to like analyze like how, why, how can a woman be sex positive? And it's just like, Oh yeah. Good take. I, I don't dude. know. Yeah. Like, can't she just like sex? Like everyone who isn't, you know, uh, fearful or Closet. ashamed due to their yeah. upbringing and, it's just like what is what is uh what does sex positive mean to you? Are you asking me? Yeah. Sure. Um sex positivity to me means uh you you know what you like and if you're with somebody you you talk about it. And you both try to come to terms um with trying to appeal to both people's interests sexually you know rather than it just being like i'm gonna like you're either gonna dick ride me or i'm gonna dick ride you and you're gonna like it no matter what because i do this me man yeah there's no like feedback yeah. or conversation it's just like an assumption yeah. of how it's supposed to work yeah and yeah, and I and I think sex positivity is just because sex is taboo in our society and I you know, I, I wish more people were like, Hey, so I know we did that regular thing, you know, for the first time. What do you like actually like? You know? What can I do that you that you like and what what you know, and hopefully what can you do that I like? And, you know, that because it's about it's a shared experience. It's not about one or the other. And I think sex positivity is about being open about what you like and what you would like to see in a partner. You know, I mean, waiting for 
marriage for sex is uh, valiant, if that's something you did or want to do, sure. But also, uh, oh my god, what's the word? Compatibility in the bedroom, I think, is also important. And in fact, vital to some degree. And I think it's important that people get to the bottom of what each other likes and if that if they're comfortable with that you know and and what the thing about abc and sex positivity is they have a really hard time squaring the idea of you know a woman a woman should be able to reach climax as well like literally for them like that's sex positivity i feel like they're like look we let you use a vibrator to get to your end so, like, we're being sex positive, right? Yeah, but the dudes on ABC shows never go down on the girls. Yeah. Yeah, it would appear so. Anyway, sorry to let this tirade <laughs> die with a whimper. It <laughs> just, good. No, it just bums me that, like, yeah, you're you're defining her sex positivity in the wrong way. You're not actually celebrating it, like... Yeah, and, it, and it's just whatever. I don't know. It's probably because like Ari and Peter were such joke seasons that I compare them to like Matt James, you know, and how he was represented by ABC and now with Katie. And it's like, I, I know Chris Harrison got fired and you guys are like trying to get your messaging on the right side of history, but like you're still fucking it up. Like, <laughs> I don't think that yeah. the demo who watches The Bachelorette needs to have the consent talk in their fun dating show. And the way you're handling it by associating it to her victimization is like, that's, that's again, that's wrong. Yeah, that's not, that's healthy. really weird. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's a great take. And I didn't even put that together, but you're right. Is there equating her being a victim to sex positivity? Yeah. And it's like, there doesn't have to be that through line, but good for her. Or that it was, it is an inherently negative experience that she had to overcome and like choose whatever. Yeah. ABC or cowards. Yeah. Um, so we had the stereotypical uh, aggression date. And I can't believe that she ended up giving Hunter the rose. Same. That guy's playing a game, dude. Yeah, I get that she wants to reward effort, but it's not always. She's rewarding right. and opening up with the photos. Oh yeah. And like in like in a vacuum like I get that, but also you must have had blinders on because oh or it's just the editing because Hunter's like personally I love the aggression level. You know, like So like I so here's what I wrote down. Hunter, he's aggressive and a dad. <laughs> you know, like is that really the combo you want? Yeah, and it's, I mean, I don't, I don't know what the Hunter edit is, is about. It felt a little clunky in this episode. Like, we got to make him the victim yeah. now. But uh, he talked about he, you know, got divorced and said he was overworking. But also he clearly had, like, a huge substance abuse problem that maybe he had mentioned before but felt like news to me. And then seeing him in the game, and I'm like, is the show trying to get us to think that, like, you know, what I thought that maybe he is not allowed to see his kids or that his marriage, it wasn't that he was a workaholic. It's because he's like an aggro. I don't know, you know dude. Got, I don't, I skin. don't know. You know, and I feel like Katie did a good job of 
quashing the beef and the aggression that was going on. Um, so, uh, show notes. I, I would like to palate cleanse with Michael A. and Greg, and I'm going to save my thoughts on that till the end. All right. If that's okay with you. Um, you know, and it's like... <sighs> Okay, cool. You know, you love the aggression level. They did this thing and they did and then it got serious and they were tackling yada 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 whatever, who cares? Um and if you have anything else to add to that date that doesn't have to do with Greg or Michael A, I want to move to Andrew S. Yeah, uh, the only thing being that uh, I think Hunter is reading this experience much more positively than it is like we've seen katie have great moments with some of the other guys and like hunter got a glimpse today and he's a little too cocky about it and i don't totally hate the guy like i get it like you know be be happy you know you did good today whatever like you're a fucking 34 year old divorcee who almost crippled another father in a game so you could like win and get time with katie and win and you know whatever whatever like I accept that yeah. you got your victory and I don't want to take that away from you, but I also, uh, I'm not sure about you, dude. And I don't think you're going to win. Yeah, I agree. Um, I don't trust people like that. Just, uh, on a base level. You know who he reminds I, me I don't, of? Who? Remember Ed Helms character in the office? I think Andy was his name. <laughs> sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we're like so quick, like to, just i don't know there's something about the like sense of entitlement coupled with like a very thin skin and like reactive defensive nature but it's weird man yeah. it is I, I so i so as uh as your non-traditional man i don't react well to uh alpha aggro men you know and i'm just like okay dude do you you know I'll drop your ass if I have to, but I don't, I don't, I don't, I will not meet you in the middle on this shit. Um, but I do have to ask you, Wade. So, hey, Wade. Yeah. What's your favorite animal? I like dogs, probably. Wow, great choice, dude. Fucking excellent choice. Mine's a sea turtle or a sea tortoise. Um, and it's a very selfish reason. They live to be like a hundred plus, and so they I can would, take care and, of you when you're old and in hospice. <laughs> I get it. That oh, I don't want to die alone either. <laughs> they have enough time to to learn everything they want to learn. I was on a uh, I had a I had a phone uh, interview, if you will, with uh, a, a different credential program. And they were asking me, like, why do you want to be a teacher? And I'm like, because I want to feel fulfilled. Teachers meant so much to me. And I want to give back to society. And it's not like, you know, and now and then that that's my point. And then at one point she was like, how do you see yourself like in the future? And I was like, honestly, dude, once I'm done with your fucking bullshit ass program, immediately following, I'm going to enroll at a community college and take physics classes because I have to know I'm addicted to learning and I really want to watch these physics documentaries and be like, Oh my God, I know that expression. (laughs) 
you know, because that's that's a win for me. It's a personal goal. Like learning and education is a drive, man. And that was how I led that inner thing. And either they take me or they don't. But who cares? And uh, for the listeners get... out there, this is pertinent because uh, upon Zach, you know, he wants to be frozen before he dies so he can be jettisoned into a black hole. And it's important that you learn, you know, the physics of that stuff before it happens. So it's true. It's true. You know, if I if we don't have that technology, um, I want to be cremated, and I'm glad this is on record. I want to be cremated, and I want my ashes scattered um, in like Skid Row. Like, just just give me back to the fucking asphalt that's Los Angeles. I don't need to go anywhere special, dude. I don't deserve it. Just Frank throwing. I've in the lost trash. my. I, I've lost my ch- I've I I can no longer learn. So it doesn't matter what you do with it. You know, oh god willing I'm going to be in some non-corporeal form where time doesn't matter and I have all the time in the world to learn things and get all the answers that I want. But if it just ends because you can't prove that it's anything more, please for the love of god leave me in the street. Don't do anything special. My only request is you make the entire wedding, uh, not wedding, uh, you make the entire funeral party sing Last Christmas as I'm being lowered into the ground or whatever the fuck it is. Everybody's got to sing that bullshit. And I swear to God, dude, as I'm haunting that fucking funeral, if I find any one of those motherfuckers not singing that motherfucking song, I will ruin the rest of your goddamn life. I will. Ah. <sighs> I don't need the ceremony, and I hate the whole ceremony of it. I do. It drives me. It drives me crazy. And it's one of these things where, like, I know people are gonna find, gonna need to find meaning with dishing my ashes, and just leave me. Move on with your life. What did you learn? Just take that and go. Leave me in the street. It's where I belong. It's fine. I think you're really gonna enjoy the new season of I Think You Should Leave. Oh, have you seen it all? I've seen the first episode, and strangely enough, so okay. much of what you're talking about now is relevant to the. Okay, first that's so funny, dude. Dude, so no, so I was at a, I was at a, a new girlfriend's house today, and I saw that it was the new season had come on, and she was like, "Oh, dude. she's like, oh, have you seen this show?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And she's like, "I haven't seen it. Is it good?" And I said, "She's like, let's watch the new season." And I was like, "No, no, 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 no." no. Let me run you through all the highlights of the first season. I've seen this shit like 40 times. <laughs> it's vitally important. Um, I will tell you that my buddy Wade, he told me, hey, you're going home sick. You'd like this show. It's annoying and awkward and like off-putting. So it's right up your alley. It is your type of humor. You're going to love it. And Wade, you were fucking right. This show is a revelation. I fucking love that show. And I've been waiting for the second season. And it's literally what I'm going to do once we hang up. Then let's get on with it. Um. Okay. So... Andrew had a good date. I'm glad that he's on the map because I like that guy. Yes. Me too. My biggest takeaway from his date was... What the fuck is wrong with people, dude? What the fuck is wrong with society, okay? People are still worried about mixed kids? Sack oh, up God. already. Do I, am I Do I really have to keep having this conversation? It doesn't matter. That is a human life. Love it. 
It has its own experiences in mind and wants to learn. Love it. Cultivate it. It doesn't matter what it looks like. Do we really have to do this? Here's a, here's a theory, though. What if it was like a German girlfriend? Because like he spends half his time I had in Vienna, that so, and whatever. I mean, Americans are racist, and it, I'm sure had Germans that too. can also. <laughs> I know it sounds out of character for the German people, but they might have a thing against other races. They might. That or makes Aust me sad. Austria. I consider them the same thing. I yeah, don't, I don't it, it makes me sad. Borders after the war from hundreds of years ago. Oh, <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm happy for Andrew S. I think he, so again, as we've been seeing, Greg Connor and Andrew S are top. That's the hope. I think I think Michael's gonna miss his kids and peace out. And I'm Michael's peacing out that Blake gets gone soon. I don't know, dude. I think he's gonna last, man. Yeah, same. Okay, so palate cleanser time? Yeah, let's talk about that cocktail party from the group date. Does this involve Michael A? Yeah, it's where he, you know, tells it. God bless Michael A. About. God bless Michael A. That is a man. That's a man. And I'm happy for him. And honestly, if I were to pick anybody out of this fucking batch of men, that's the next Bachelor. He has to be. He might be. If he doesn't find love with Katie, he... he I don't know, dude. I don't know. I don't know what it is, man. But I, I have this, like, I just. It hurts me that he's hurt. It does. I feel for this guy, dude. I really do. He's sweet. He's sweet and he's seen shit and he deserves it. God damn it. And it, But it's like inspiring. And I think that's what got Greg so worked up and teary eyed is that. How cute was that, that dude? dude? Is so positive, you know, and, and I think loss can do that to people, or it puts things in perspective, and you know, you come out the yeah, other so end stronger I, and trying to lead a more positive I, life. Everything I've learned is, it is either you are going to spiral or you you shed that and become somebody who cares about life. And I'm happy for him. And. I love that. I, I do. Bachelor. I love that bachelor at gmail.com. I do. I love it. I, it makes me so happy. And I want nothing but good things for him. I do. And that's why I watch this show. Is you have those moments of like, dude, I will root for you forever. You know? Yeah. And between this and Tasha's season, I think we've started to see more of that than we usually do. Like guys opening up or being vulnerable with each other, and it's heartening. I agree, and it was so cute how it affected Greg. And then when he it's talked so to sweet, Katie, dude. she's like, "You have resting sad face," and I'm like, "Oh, was he just like, is he thinking about Michael?" <laughs> it's like, yeah, no, literally, dude, literally, it's so sweet. I don't know, man. I love that earnest love and that earnest, just being genuine. Mm. Yeah, which I think is Ernest why it's so easy to recognize when people aren't being genuine because, like, you know it when you Correct. see it, and it's usually, like, very refreshing. And Yeah, I, and I, I like Greg. Did you notice that... Uh, I hope he doesn't hurt me. Did you notice that he said, I promise I'm not going to leave? Yeah, I didn't Did notice that. did it seem weird that he said that? 
It did, Wade. It did feel weird. Like maybe he's going to leave? Yeah. Did you get that impression? I did get that impression. And I don't like that. I don't love that. I hate... Hey, uh, Zach. Yeah, hey, wait. Got a question for you. Yeah. If you could go and... if you could go an entire year without sex or an entire year without music, which which would you keep? Oh, wow, great question. Sex. Really? Yeah. You wouldn't listen to music for a year. No, I would like to go without sex. Oh, you'd go without the sex and keep the music. Correct. Can I still beat off? Excellent. Yeah. Okay, that's, yeah. That's fine. how I interpreted the question. <laughs> that's yeah, no literally problem. the first thing I said. It's like, <laughs> music, I'll just jerk up. Like, uh, yeah, that's fine. Like single people do it, you know, a lot. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, yeah, who cares? I would much rather have music. And, and selfishly, literally, it's like, I need KUSC. I need the classical station. You can't take that from me. Yeah. I need it. I'll just beat off. It's fine. All right. Uh, you um, can you know, let you? us know what you would do. <laughs> if you would keep the music and beat off or have sex and not be able to listen to music for a year. I love that bachelor gmail.com. We'd love to know. I keep the music. I couldn't, uh-huh. How could I? I couldn't function. Like our jobs, my my hobbies. Yeah, yeah, actually, <laughs> the joy yeah. of my life. Like I can't not have. Yeah, literally. Uh, what? Yeah. Yeah, I'd rather have music, and you know, it like. Mike's fine. He's a virgin. Not for long, maybe. Got to first base. That was cute. Yeah. I thought that was actually kind of cute in, in some weird way. I hate how much of the show that I find cute, but that's what <laughs> keeps me coming back. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, full disclosure, that's about all that I have. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, what else do we have? Aaron and Trey continue to ignore Katie to complain about not having time with Katie. <laughs> Hunter didn't actually steal anyone's time. Yeah, they were like, I don't know, whatever. There's a couple guys who aren't going to win who complain way too much. And I was like, I don't love Hunter, but he didn't steal her away from anyone. He didn't crash a date he wasn't invited to. He just like, he had a setup. He he yep. succeeded where Bibiana yep. failed and... Wow. Like the guys are Call just, back. They're just reaching for reasons to not like the guy. So what we lost They're reaching for paradise. We lost Courtney, Andrew M and Josh. We're both who? Josh, the guy who I kept Exactly. Saying, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Courtney, we knew we knew Courtney kinda. He was gonna be the toilet paper when the shit went down. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, all, just the, the this season on, I am concerned that like Blake is going to get to hometowns. Me too. It seems like there's a family member there. Here's a thought, though. Someone like shows up, right? And Katie's like, I did not expect to see you here. 
You got any yeah, what's that? I have no idea. No, no theories at all. I was thinking it, it has to be like someone like maybe Matt James or one of the girls from her season. If she was, you know, they always just insist that everyone's friends in Bachelor. Yeah, maybe one of the girls. I mean, so Matt, Matt James is very happy with Rachel now. Okay. Good for them. Yeah, they're they're doing they're giving that a go, Rachel Kirkconnell and all that. Mm. So I don't think it's Matt James, but yeah, I agree. I don't know. We'll see. I'm just happy we had a regular episode. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks for doing your one. Wow. Um. Yeah, I'm excited. I mean, it didn't suck. Last episode sucked. This episode was alright. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It seems like it's just going to get drama from here on out. We've trimmed most of the fat. I think so. I think so. Yeah, if we could just uh, get rid of Blake or have him mysteriously vanish or get seriously injured. Yeah, ambulanced out or something. Whatever. Yeah, it's going to be great. Well, that's all the time we have for this episode. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. I'm Zach. I'm Wade. And uh, this has been I Love That Bachelor. Thanks for listening. Bye.